Welcome to the Oogie Scoogie Podcast. Episode 1, Tarot and Astrology. Hello and welcome to the Ookie Spooky Podcast, mm. where we look at the lighter side of all things dark and macabre. Yes, today we are looking at the sordid social history of soothsaying, fortune-telling, and famous fraudsters. So, uh, speaking of fraudsters, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am in marketing. Yeah. yeah. yeah we've got a, uh, a wonderful guest here today. She is a, a mutual friend, and she is uh, also a marketing whiz and uh, a general kind of ooky spooky enthusiast. Welcome, Rebecca. Thank Welcome. you. Thanks for thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. So what drew you to astrology and tarot reading from the beginning? So I've always had an interest in kind of the what makes people tick and why and kind of like the external forces that kind of impact what we do and how. Um, I think that it really kind of streams from as a kid uh, watching too many cartoons and really wanting kind of that uh, the superpowers to kind of be real. Yeah, everyone um, wants to be Sailor Moon. So I just really wanted, I think part of me really wanted that to be real in some sort of way, but then looking into how, how people do things that they do and why and Really, for me, though, it was just it was really just about what else is there. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of the intangible in your life. A little Absolutely. bit more fun, too. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everyone loves a little bit of mystery. I and... think it's it's nice and lighthearted when it's taken not so seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Can you tell sure. us anything a little bit about the history of tarot reading? Yeah, absolutely. So tarot actually started out as a, a card game in the medieval ages. So slowly over time, it kind of evolved into this fortune-telling toolkit there was this game that they that they would play and then slowly over time it was used by fortune tellers and that typical kind of genre of individual who is looking to use it as a tool to tell someone's fortune and probably a little bit more of the people trying to earn a buck so it's kind of like the evolution of what was probably as you say like a game that you could win yeah so yeah okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it was a card game that you would play with with other people my personal opinion is that it's it's what you take out of it you will see answers where you want to see answers and you'll take out advice where you want to take out advice so mm -hmm. it's not necessarily like oh this is your fortune and like absolutely this is what's happening it's more about like what can i see what can i take out of it and then what can i apply in the future but what would you say to someone who is a bit of a skeptic and kind of sees this as a potentially harmful thing yeah yes. what would you say to maddie <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, like I won't convince you because I know you, and <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely true. <laughs> and that's okay. That's totally okay. Like anything, it's a tool, and sometimes a tool can be used for good, and sometimes a tool can be used to corrupt, uh, disadvantage yeah, other sure. people. Mm -hmm. All right, lay it so, on me. So, yeah, what what does this look like? Yeah, what are we doing when am here, I gonna Rebecca? die, Rebecca? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I can't tell you that. <laughs> So a little bit of background on what we'll be talking about for yourself, Maddie. So really what we're going to be looking at is your natal chart. And what this is, is it's a reflection of what the sky looked at the, at the moment of your birth. So the hour and then also the day that you're born. So you're a Scorpio, okay? So you're mm. born on November 21st. Mm -hmm. You're a Scorpio. So when you look at anything in the newspaper or any sort of, sort of anything sort of like astrology related, it'll only talk about your sun sign. Right. So you're a Scorpio. That's your sun sign. And so there, but there are 12 houses in total. So it's very complicated complex and there are different planets that are duplex yeah it's you <laughs> yes exactly it's, it's a whole apartment 
and okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole apartment complex of 12 houses and, and every uh, tenant owns a cat I can but... <laughs> <laughs> so there are 12 houses and and the position of those 12 houses depends on when and where you were born okay. um, and specifically and also like the time that you were born is also very important because mm-hmm. that determines your ascendant and so it's complicated. There are a lot of planets. There are a lot of houses that mean different things. But for the purposes of today, we're going to focus on your big three, which are your sun sign, your moon sign, and your ascendant. Okay. Okay. So we'll cover your big three. And so the first one is your sun sign, which we've already talked about. The sun sign represents your sense of self, your outward sense of self, and then your presence kind of in the world. It's kind of how you present yourself outwardly. Okay. Okay. You seem very impressed. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, there's no video for this, but I'm I'm rolling my eyes the entire time. She so, hasn't yeah. stopped I since haven't we started stopped. I this, can't. but that's the side. Yeah. <laughs> Scorpio has a little bit of a reputation for being very mysterious and intense. <laughs> you see connection and truth, but are kind of slow to trust. Mm-hmm. You challenge authority quite often. You look forward to kind of seeking into the depths of things and really kind of checking out like, what is this? Why is this? There's an element of curiosity there that you're really curious to see why things are the way that She's they are. She's laughing because it's a right Don't on the head look at me this okay. is a f-ing setup <laughs> <laughs> so there really is this this not taking things at face value really digging deep you're really committed to the individuals who you do kind of let in but it takes a while for people to kind of gain your trust you're very passionate individuals you rarely do anything half-assed it's always full tilt but it's always kind of done with a little bit of strategy and determination it's always this kind of like hmm how can i make this work and like why does this work the way that it does if that makes any sense totally this is way nicer than most scorpio description it's true i'm flattered right now (laughs) normally it's just like you're a <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing about to think to think about with any sign is that there's pros and cons to anything. I'm a Libra, for example, so people think, "Oh, you're really flaky and indecisive." Mm. And the only reason for that is because I am busy weighing the pros and cons of every decision I make. So any decision I do make, I always want to keep the peace and I always want to make sure it's the right decision. I think Scorpios are kind of given a bad rap because <laughs> they're willing to stand up for themselves. They don't take things at face value and they're willing to dig a little bit deeper. And they also don't take no shit because we're confident we're sexy and we can't deny it from the world so rory is also a scorpio yeah. <laughs> if, you if you didn't catch that if hint. you haven't caught on but what all I can say is that, like, couldn't you say the exact same thing about you? The Scorpio struggles to speak <laughs> and trust what's in front of her. Oh, Maddie, trust issues? Mm. No way. <laughs> the Libra will find her own way home. <laughs> <laughs> So the next tenant that we kind of look at in your big three is your moon sign. So this is really about your internal world, who you are when things are really calm and chill. It's also often about your emotional body and kind of like the internal surface and kind of how things kind of function on the inside. So sun side outward, moon sign is all about the internal world and kind of how it functions. For you, you're a Capricorn. Capricorn's a really interesting sign for this because really we associate it with orderliness, getting organized. In my mind, I really associate it with like keeping it cool 
cool, right? Even though if things aren't cool under the surface, it's all about we're going to keep it cool. Mm-hmm. So it's all about having a passion for usefulness. Respect is also really important to your internal world. You're very hard on yourself. And the underbelly of that is that you're quite sensitive, but you don't want to let anyone know. Right. <laughs> so, so you're often considered, um, and it's funny to kind of reflect on this because Capricorn is in your fourth house of the home life. So it's really about keeping things calm and collected where we can, making sure that there's a sense of purpose there, um, being home with your people in a, like a really great Word for word, I swear. So sorry, sorry. I'm trying to contain myself here. It's unbelievable. Man. He's loving this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What do we got for number three? Uh, so the next planet will, or not a position, sorry, that we'll talk about is your ascendant. It sets where the rest of your house is kind of lying. So your okay. ascendant's kind of the starting point, and then all the houses kind of fall within that. Um, so really, your ascendant is how people perceive you, your attitude towards life, and kind of like where you're moving and what you're going towards. Your ascendant is actually in Libra. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Libra, known for being very charming, pleasant, and social. Um, so there's. What do you think of that, Roy? Uh, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really about the love of the fine thing. It's really about the love of the relationship. It's really about the love of like connecting with people and like subtly persuading individuals. It's it's really about this ability to create beauty and cohesion and creativity in your life. Well, thank you, Rebecca. I would say that all of that was really sweet of you to say, but you didn't say it. That's what's written in the stars for me. It's true. And nobody changes from the moment they're born until they die. Ever. So I'm afraid you're just kind of going to have to be stuck being just, pleasant and charming. Exactly. And I, oh, yeah. What a, <laughs> that's a curse, really. So next up, we're going to do a little tarot card reading. I am lucky enough to have uh, my expert here, Rebecca, who is going to take me through a quick reading of my my tarots my tarots she's gonna read my cards so what uh, take me through this what's uh what's this gonna look like do i need to be worried no you don't need to be worried <laughs> so again it's just all about a pattern so what i'm gonna get you to do is i'll get you to shuffle the cards think of a question if there's like an area in your life that you feel like you need a little bit of insight on so what i'll get you to do is i'll get you to shuffle the deck i don't need to tell people do i yeah is this just a rash <laughs> <laughs> And then what I'll get you to do is just, I'll get you to shuffle it, thinking of your question and thinking of the intention, cut your deck in three and then put them back together. I'll flip three cards from there. And so what we'll do is just a really simple three card spread where we'll do either past, present, future. We'll kind of get some insights from there. Can you tell me what your question was? No. Well, you kind of have to tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Will I find love? Three cards have been drawn. Okay, so what we're looking at here is past, we're looking at the Knight of Wands, present, we're looking at the Nine of Swords, and uh, then for the future, we're looking at the star. So this is really interesting to look at. So Nine of Wands, what I'm seeing here, normally there are different suits um, to kind of contend with. So knights usually indicate an individual, and a lot of times knights refer to in pursuit of a mission or someone who's action-oriented. They're really looking for kind of that next step. And wands really have to do with taking action. Um, They really have to do with kind of moving forward. And so to me, this really speaks to like 
you being in motion, you being kind of unsettled a little bit in your past, maybe not right being in the right place at the right time. There's a lot of energy that kind of happens with the Knight of Wands. It usually represents someone a little bit younger. And when we're looking at the King, Queen, Knight and a progression, we're looking at the younger Knight mm -hmm. of Wands. So a younger individual. Uh, we usually associate these individuals with someone who's moving quickly. Yeah, yeah very and interesting. You wands, you're a wizard, bud. Nice, sweet. <laughs> so nine of swords, this is your present. So nine of swords is, can be a little bit tricky because swords have to do with our thoughts. They really have to do with like the mental capabilities and the nine of swords indicating here that you're in a little bit of a position where you feel like you're stuck and it's really your thoughts that are kind of keeping you in this current place. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that you are able to remove those swords for yourself. You're not stuck at all. It's just that you're just kind of in a, a negative mind space. The star, the star is all about hope. So the star is really all, all about hope. Okay. Um, it's really about, it, it is what we say it is. It's like, it, this is the morning star, the thing to look forward to, the light in the distance, the the way we move forward. Maddie looks super impressed. <laughs> so in the present, we are overcoming obstacles. We are reestablishing patterns and habits and kind of rebuilding our foundation. Uh, in the future, we're looking at the star, which is a really great cards to get in this particular situation. Uh, it's really about the hope. It's really about moving forward. Um, it's really about things. Th it's there. What you're looking for is out there. It's just going to take a little bit of work to get there first. Yeah. I got to admit, as much as I want to be not skeptical about this stuff, going into tarot reading, this was definitely the of the two that I was more skeptical about. But I think there's a lot of interesting insight to be garnered from these uh, strangely horny cards. <laughs> <laughs> pentacles has cows for days that man is sassy maddie do you have any last minute naysaying for our tarot card readers well, i mean i think i will always be skeptical and i will always kind of side eye anyone who claims to know the future or have any kind of insight into something like that not side eyeing you rebecca but someone who's like hey for money i'll tell you your future sure you know please note i was not paid no <laughs> only, only in beer that we are not drinking right now. No. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think that I kind of took away something else today that I never really thought of before is kind of, you know, using this more as a tool of self introspection and taking what you want out of it. And if something rings true for you, it's probably because it's true in at least something that is causing you anxiety that you're maybe not thinking about with full clarity. So yeah, I think it's a cool exercise. But obviously, any tool can be used poorly to 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 be to be bad yeah yeah <laughs> Why can't I talk? anybody can take advantage of this sort of thing a lot of people come to this thing in a position of need and i think people who are in that sort of position tend to be vulnerable yes and the first thing the vulnerable are always going to find is people who are wanting to take advantage of them that being said i i think really rebecca hit the nail on the head earlier and said it's how you use it it's it's a tool and you can make good use out of it you can make bad use out yeah. of it so once again Rebecca, thank you, thank so, you much so much for coming for in and talking really to us. It. We both really appreciate it. You're welcome. Maybe we'll have you back. Yeah. yeah. You never know. We'll see. <laughs> Under a different name because she'll be someone else that we're <laughs> interviewing. <laughs> and so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We hope you will join us on our next adventure into the Ookie Spooky.